You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now, TJ, we don't, there, there's plenty of negatives that we can always talk about when you lose a game. Let's talk about some of the positives um, you know, in regards to they did pick up some of those fourth downs. They were aggressive. They went up 14 nothing. They had double-digit leads at different times during this game. Coming into the season, you and I were probably a little more bullish on this team than most. We thought anywhere between eight and nine wins. And when you look back, these are the games that are going to be frustrating. But what are some of the positives that fans can look at this and say, you know what, coming into the season – even if they thought they were going to be one and two, and Washington was that game. Hey, they've done what they that we thought they were going to do. They lost to Philly. They lost a division game on the road, probably more than anything. It was on the road in Minnesota, but they won at home against Washington. Yeah. Like, what are some of the positives through three games, not just in this game, that that Lions fans can take away from what where the Lions are? Well, I think the first one that sticks out, and this should be music to every fan's ears is Jeff Okuda. I oh, mean, there was a lot of there was a lot of questions going into him, right? Going into year three, uh, missed a bunch of time, hurt, coming off an Achilles. Yep. A lot of people, oh, he's going to lose the explosiveness, lose the speed. Uh, go out week one and shut down Devontae Smith. Look at what Devontae Smith's done the last couple weeks, oh, by the way. This weekend, he was unbelievable. <laughs> uh, you go out week two and you're matched up with Terry McLaurin. Now, I know he made a couple catches, right? Guys like that are going to make plays, but he didn't beat you. Right, he didn't. He, they didn't. He didn't give up the big play. Uh, and yesterday, I mean, uh, coach told us, hey, they gave Amani Thielen, and which meant Jeff had uh, Justin Jefferson. And what did Jefferson do? Three catches for eighteen yards, I think it was. You know, and uh, that for me is a huge step forward. Um, that's something that this team has been lacking, quite frankly. Just that corner that you can put out there and say, go win, man, and don't get beat. And he didn't get beat yesterday. And uh, and he's making some really nice tackles, too. He's still being aggressive in the run game, which I absolutely love. So I think that that for me throughout uh, not only yesterday but the first three weeks is just a huge sigh of relief that we finally – Jeff Okuda is finally starting to play to his potential, right? And I don't even think he's there yet. I think he still has so much room to grow. But um, that that for me has to be the biggest positive. Second thing I look at is, look, I think Jared Goff's playing good football. That's what I was I think say. he's playing really good football, man. I think yesterday uh, officially there were no sacks, and I think there were two hits. Um, there probably would have been three or four if he hadn't used his feet and kind of moved the pocket a little bit and scramble and, and kind of that improvising and, and making plays happen. That's something that we haven't really seen from him in the past. Um uh, I think that's been a very big positive as well, and that's a reason why they've been in every game. That's why they had a chance to win yesterday. That's why, uh, you know, the, the big, big, big reason why they beat Washington. That's um, so a huge positive for me too. And I think, look, he can he can continue to get better. 
You know what I mean? He can continue to make better decisions on it's third and eight. Maybe I'm not going to throw that five-yard pass. You know, let me go yeah. for a kill shot. Let me go for a dagger, you know, and, and get the ball, force the ball downfield. And there was one yesterday that, man, just – Oh, the throw to the throw to Reynolds. You know, yeah. Reynolds just looked up, and and when he was in that position, he just kind of peeked up and, and and lost the ball in the in the sun. And that probably would have been a touchdown. That was a well thrown ball. Oh, yeah. um, so I like the fact that he's taking chances, getting the ball downfield. I think he's playing playing pretty good football. The third thing for me. You ready? Showtime on May third. Summer starts with the Fall Guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Yeah, I think offensively, man. I, I think uh, sticking with the offense. The offensive line has been really good. They have. When you have an offensive line like that, you are going to be in every single game. Uh, when you're able to run the ball, Jamal Williams gets his first, you know, big time action, 20 carries, 87 yards over four pop, two touchdowns. Uh, you know, they they ran as a team for 140 yards again. Uh, you know, you control the line of scrimmage like that. Jared Goff didn't get sacked. You control the line of scrimmage like that. You're going to give yourself a chance to win every single game. So for me, I would say those are the three things that probably stick out right now after three weeks. And um this is, and that's what this team needs. That's what this team needs. Yeah, and I, you know what? I'm going to piggyback on one of yours, and that is Jared Goff. When you look at what he's been able to do at the end of last year, but more specifically the beginning of this year through three games, he's thrown seven in, seven touchdowns. He's got two interceptions, but the one at the end of the Minnesota game, I'm going to kind of give him a mulligan yeah, yeah. on that one. You're just throwing that one up, hoping that somebody goes makes a play. You're, you're, you're praying for a miracle at that point. Uh, the interception earlier in the season against Philly that was returned for a touchdown, that seemed to me – that was more on Jared Goff. That seemed to me to be a miscommunication between him and TJ. The ball was tipped. It yeah, was, it, and he got drilled too as he yeah. threw it. So, I mean, we could you know, we can rationalize a lot of those. I, I still put that one on him. But operating this offense and hitting open receivers and hitting crossing routes, like last year it was – well, he's just a guy that's going to check down. He's not been a guy this year that's been checking down. Yeah, he's done it when required because of what the defense has given him, but he's also been a guy that when you do see Amon Ross St. Brown coming across the middle of the field, he he takes that shot and gets gets the ball downfield. We've seen it to DJ Shark at the beginning of this game. We've seen it to other guys. And I like the fact that, and when I say I'm going to piggyback off of that, Ben Johnson in finding out and building that relationship with his quarterback, finding out what plays he's comfortable running week in and week out. Because there's going to be plays that they run every single week, routes that they run every single week because Jared Goff is comfortable, but then finding new ones against the defense that Jared Goff feels comfortable running. And then also comfortable in terms of, hey, where, what are the protections? Where where do I have to get this ball out? And I am going to check down because they're bringing one more than we got. I know that we're not blocking the guy off the edge or the corner or the safety coming or the linebacker. Uh, I think that they've done a good job of constructing this offense to be explosive and, and provide explosive opportunities. And let's not forget, they're, what may be their most explosive receiver 
still haven't st- hasn't stepped foot on the field. Yeah, and that's Jamison Williams, who's still recovering from the ACL. Hopefully, in the next few weeks, we'll get an indication as to when he might be back. I'm not expecting in the first couple of weeks that he is back that he'll have a huge impact on games, but you add another weapon to this offense. And it's an offense that scored 35 points, 36 points, 28 points. And there were, there were in each of one of those games, the first couple of games, you, you heard the offense post-game, we could have scored 50 points. We didn't hear it so much in this one, but the opportunities were there. Yeah. Uh, and so I'm, I, I've been very pleased with what I've seen from Ben Johnson, very pleased with what I've seen from uh, Jared Goff. Now, the run game. It, it, it's still been productive, but 